Welcome back, everyone, to Nintendo Dispatch, your weekly Nintendo podcast covering all things from the world of Nintendo. I'm James. And I'm Christina. I need to update this intro. We have this written down where I kind of read it. And it has my full name. It has a Michael in there. And then it has stuff that you would be saying. But I'm just like, I'm James. Oh, I'm I'm James. I almost I almost say it every single week the way you have it written. And it's written just so people know it says, and I'm the one and only Christina. (laughs) But it's so cheesy and I can't say it. (laughs) I don't know who put that in there. Probably me. So maybe. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to editing it as we do this. And I'm Christina. How's it going, Christina? Long time. No talk. Good. Yeah. Uh, I'm covered in cat hair right now. I decided to give my cat a bath today. And when I do that, she sheds like crazy afterwards. So it's nice because I can kind of take care of the shedding all in one chunk at a time. But it all translate. It, it all gets all over my clothes. I'm like a vacuum for it. So feeling pretty hairy today. <laughs> I enjoy going over friends houses where they have animals. I was just cat sitting for my oh, sister boy. and her cat came in and we were just kind of, you know, like just petting it. But this cat's very lots of hair and it just Oh, just like a like a carpet came off of it. It was just like it's ridiculous, and it's just yeah. it's all over. You can't avoid it. It's just everywhere. I'm stunned at how much cats shed because I grew up with husky, and husky shed a ton. And so when I got a cat, I was like, oh, it'll be like nothing. I'm pretty sure she sheds more than husky does. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. But we're well. just gonna jump right into things. I think. Yeah. yeah, let's do it. Um, for a lucky few, some ridiculous, crazy news from our good friends at Southwest Airlines. Uh, this was really, really bananas. Obviously, San Diego uh, Comic-Con is going on right now. And how surprised would you be if you got onto a plane and then all of a sudden Southwest Airlines is all like, hey, check under your seat and you pull out a free voucher for a free Nintendo Switch and Super Mario Maker 2. Would that just like blow your mind? I I would be stunned. Yeah, that happened. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me more. (laughs) Yeah, so like like everyone on this flight, like a bunch of people were tweeting about it where they just literally were got on board and in the back seat, there's this little voucher that says, hey, here it is. And then they came out on board unloaded, you know, uh, Nintendo switches for everyone on board because they were all heading down there. And it was brought to you by Southwest and and Nintendo. Like, how cool is that? I I don't even know how I would react in a situation like that. And I wonder if there was like older people on the flight, too, and they got the switch and they were just like, OK, I guess. <laughs> yeah, just because it's going to San Diego doesn't mean it's filled with everybody that wants right, Nintendo right. switches. But still, <laughs> it's, it's still pretty funny. <laughs> Yeah, really uh, cool. And and they were like the agent was wearing a Super Mario Maker hat to hint about the giveaway and everything like that. It was like really cool. And if you think about it, I wonder if because it was a voucher, if it was someone who was older who didn't want to switch, if they could go to up like up to someone and say, Can I just get refunded for my flight and not take a <laughs> switch? <That's laughs> it would probably end up being roughly the same price for a one way ticket to San Diego from wherever, but <laughs> Yeah, really uh, cool, though. I mean, I, I encourage more airlines to do this all the time. Give us free stuff. Yeah, especially when I'm on. I'll take I'll take free stuff for sure. <laughs> um, speaking of of free stuff, I, at least I hope Nintendo will do something and give away free Joy-Cons. Uh, if anybody has been following the drifting issue that has been spoken about here or there, there is officially a class action lawsuit filed against Nintendo for the drifting issue. 
Uh, it was officially filed by the law offices of Kim <laughs> Kim Michaels <laughs> Schwartz. Yeah. This is this is gonna be a tongue twister. Ch- Ch- Michaels Schwartz Kreiner and Donaldson Smith, <laughs> and they previously posted a survey on their website for owners in the U.S. that if they are experiencing drift issues, to fill out the survey. And they must have gotten enough data from people that they decided that it should be filed. Um, in their official update on their website, uh, I thought this was a nice way of summing it up, like the reason for filing it. It said, the complaint filed on behalf of purchasers of s- purchasers of switches and Joy-Con controllers brings claims under the various consumer protection statutes, as well as various warranty and common law claims. Uh, so Nintendo hasn't released a statement about this at all yet, but I don't know. What what do you what do you think? Well, it's all about this Joy-Con drift hashtag drift game, yeah. I guess. But uh, have you <laughs> experienced Joy-Con drift at all? I have not. I did experience something else, though, that I'll, I'll mention at the end. And I don't know if it's another common issue that I've just happened upon, but I have not been experiencing any drift issue now. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you know, Nintendo Life did do a poll and it was someone said the, the 2000 respondents, 50 percent said all the time, which I mean, mm-hmm. that that would be impressive if that was the case. And then 26 percent. Nope. 26 percent. It occasionally happens. And I, I don't know. I have not experienced any and I've had mine since day one. Michael as well. Now, Michael has had some other issues he had some issues with kind of it clipping in the joy cons in and out of the he's side had, of the switch. Right. He's mentioned that he's, he has had drift issues before. Oh, on his joy con. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There was a, there was a Facebook group we're part of and um, someone posted this link in there and people were commenting if it's happened or not. And he did say that it has happened to him. So, hmm. yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I haven't had this issue. I play a lot with my, pro controller now and i haven't any issues there now michael has had some issues with the d-pad which michael's just a rebel and opens up all of his accessories and hacks them together but (laughs) uh, i do know that yours is newer obviously and i was reading a lot of drift you know not tokyo joy-con drift drifting issues articles Mm -hmm. over the last week and the people say that yeah this is really clear in some of the newer games or any like a fighting game where you just let it sit and then your character moves left or right or anything that was the idea is that it's sitting there and it sort of just kind of goes to one direction or not and people said that you can send your joy-con into nintendo and for ten dollars they'll fix it or do whatever um, but of course then you're out of joy-con and this would be so bad if you had a pro controller or another set of joy-cons where you could swap them in and out uh, I don't, things go defective all the time. I just don't know what the rates are. I can't imagine it being 50%. That would be astronomical. And that would be some sort of recall rate because usually defect rates are extremely small. And if they're over a certain number, then that, that would lead to some, something like this class action lawsuit. And what would come out of this class action lawsuit would be Nintendo replacing all of these or refunding the $10 that they charge people, you know, and, and that's happened before I, I get random, I purchase something at one time and they're like, oh, you're entitled to $10 or $5 and 25 cents. And I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. I don't know. But yeah, I wonder if because it's just an online survey, an anonymous online survey that they're not really taking the data to heart. At least yeah. the, the Nintendo Life poll. Yeah. And I also feel like people tend to 
when when something goes wrong, they tend to over exaggerate a lot. And this is just in my personal experience. So a lot of people where it may occasionally happen, they may be so upset about it that they just say it happens all the time. I hate it. My Joy-Cons suck. Like super negative about it. But yeah, I would say when I had my Nintendo 64, that little Joy-Con Joy nub that was in the middle because N64 just had one, you know, 360, you know, rotation thing. Mm -hmm. And in that instance, that thing would totally go awry. It was just this little tiny piece of plastic, you know, it wasn't even like there was a tiny ball in it. So um, I don't know. This is a tricky one. The Joy-Cons are very expensive and we'll talk about buying Joy-Cons later. But that's the other thing to me is they are. Well, I guess a single Joy-Con would be 80 bucks. That's still pretty expensive, actually, because you need the set, really. But. Well, this this also makes me point just to a note I made later in, in our show notes, which I'm sure you saw. They should just sell individual Joy-Cons. Mm. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and then this wouldn't be as much of an issue. <laughs> yeah. But and it's also funny that you mentioned the Nintendo 64. Like that was a thing, like a, a major thing. Mm-hmm. I think so. One of my, one of my controllers at my parents does that. It's like messed up. So we never use it. So it's funny that that's like a big issue i had no idea <laughs> yeah you know and the, that's that's the other issue is you know how durable how much did they test it how you know is it an mm-hmm. early revs or is it you know newer revs or did they make adjustments or they not make adjustments it's really hard to say and hardware is tricky but hopefully nintendo figures it out and everyone gets happy and every joy con drift is gone you know <laughs> that would be nice uh, or else, you know, we'll see what happens and we'll kind of track it. But I do want Michael should be back next week. So maybe we can get an update on his drift issues. But if you're experiencing yeah. drift issues, go to Nintendo Dispatch.com, write to us, let us know or hit us up on Twitter for sure. Ah, well, let's get into some game news now that we got a little hardware things out of the way. Uh, there's a big update on Luigi's Mansion 3. Now, coming out of E3, we knew that it was going to be this fall slash winter and it's official. Luigi's Mansion 3 is coming out on Halloween. Well, that's a great date for it, right? It's very spooky. You know, Luigi's going to be everywhere. He's going to make his way. Greatest name for any character in a game. Uh, This game could come out any day. doesn't have to come out on Halloween for me to probably buy it, so... Well, I was expecting it to be out before Halloween, probably. And but I planned to play it on Halloween if I got it, because it's the perfect Uh, game for it. Hang out, hang out with Luigi. During spooky time. Yeah. And you could uh, <laughs> you could pre-order, pre-purchase the game and then it would be ready on the 31st at midnight. So you could have the whole yeah. day of Halloween. And that's a Thursday for people if you're, if you're curious. So some news came in about Dr. Mario. In just seven days, it had over 5 million downloads. And in the first 72 hours, it had 2 million downloads, which is it's pretty crazy. Um, so this makes Dr. Mario World Nintendo's fourth largest mobile launch, and it places it ahead of Dragalia Lost. Uh, there, we had a, a little diagram that was shared with us for the first seven days uh, for launch numbers or download numbers for launch. Uh, 15 million, roughly 15 million was Animal Crossing Pocket Camp, and that's that's first place. And Dr. Mario is second place at 8.5 million. Um, Fire Emblem Heroes is third at 8.4, so just under Dr. Mario. Uh, 
Oh, wait, sorry. Nope. Super Mario Run a second. There you go. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> the type is very small in this diagram. I don't need glasses, I promise. <laughs> Dr. Mario World is in fourth place at 5 million. And then Dragaya Lost had 860,000. So pretty big gap between Dr. Mario and Dragalia Lost. And I would say that of all of these games, I played Super Mario Run and Dragalia Lost the most. Uh, Michael and I were pretty addicted to Dragalia Lost, him more than me, when it first came out. I purchased the add-on content for Super Mario Run. This still surprises me every single time I see this chart for Animal Crossing. And I don't think that it's the the generator of the most money. I believe that that's Fire Emblem Heroes. I think that that one just generates the most money. But mm-hmm. it is impressive for Dr. Mario. I mean, you put Mario in the name. Clearly, it, it's a franchise, right? You can tell these franchises move, you know, gets downloads compared to Dragalia Lost, which is brand new. Now, the question mm-hmm. I have for you, Christina, is that has been out for a week or whatever. How far are you and are you still playing it? Or in reverse order, all you're still playing it. And then how far are you? Well, I am still playing it, but I have to check because I forgot what number I'm at. It's going to take a minute to load. <laughs> well, I'll give you my update then while it yes, loads. Tell me because your update. I am not playing it and I didn't even beat the first level, level or anything <laughs> like that. I don't know. I just I it's not Tetris. I, I never I like Dr. Mario. Yeah. I like Dr. Mario. I just don't love Dr. Mario. That's my problem with it. And I just I'm just yeah, it's I mean, it's, it's good. It's, it's a good puzzle game, but I don't know if the style of puzzle game matches mobile as much as I want. Like, I don't want to play Tetris on my mobile phone. I do mm-hmm. want to play like match threes or pick cross or things where I'm dragging like, you know, dots or whatever. That stuff, you know, lights up my life. And Dragalia Lost, I thought was good because it's a really one finger game. So that's sort of my jam, I would say. Yeah, I, I- Dragalia Lost was just there was so much in it. It's so complex. It, so it got much. to the point for me where it was so overwhelming. So I just got sick of it. That's what happened to um, me too. Me too. Me too. Yeah. But I'm not getting sick of Dr. Mario World yet. I'm at puzzle or level, whatever you want to call it, 80, 85. Wow. Have you played multiplayer at all? I did. I played some verses. Um, I haven't played any more than I did than I mentioned last week. So I'm still tier one. Hmm. I am at 173 whatever score it is i do want to play against friends so i'm waiting until michael is back in town and i want to try to go against him and see how that goes but (laughs) um yeah and i actually so they have when when you get past the first level james (laughs) yeah they have these they have these timed levels Mm. and when you first play through they're like optional so you can skip over them and Michael mentioned that he was on the second one. And I was like, oh, I have to go back now and I have to try to beat him. <laughs> <laughs> so there's three time levels, like the first time you hit them. And I got through all three. And I texted him. I was like, I finished. I finished A or was it 1C? I got past it. And he's like, what? How? <laughs> <laughs> That's so, pretty cool. I like that there's yeah, additional yeah. content. Again, I do need to get and try it again. I just... Couldn't get into it, I guess. Now, I will say mm. uh, my buddy Luke was over this last week and we we're playing some Mario Kart, which I'll get into later because I never played <laughs> the new Mario Kart just locally before. And um, I was telling him about Mario Kart Tour and the beta 
And that game, I'm going to be so addicted to. It's so good. I can't wait for everyone else to play it. Now, obviously, I was the yeah. only Android user, but that game is going to be great um, in general. Now, did you have to pay? Have you paid any money for Dr. Mario at all? Like, are there in-app purchases or what's the, the deal there? Yeah, you can buy more hearts. So you have like five hearts, not five hearts at a time, but you can have at the most five hearts. And each time you do a puzzle, it's a heart. So stupid. You c- yeah, I mean, I, I feel like it's pretty standard for a, a pay as you go kind of game. But I never run into the issue where I feel like I have to buy more. I'll play through the five and then I think you get one every half an hour or something like that. So usually there's something like I I don't want to s- stare at my phone for three hours playing Dr. Mario. So I'll be like, all right, this is my time to walk away. Then I walk got away. it. Yeah, I don't feel the urge to have to spend a bunch of money. So I, I would be surprised if it was at the top of like the money making whatever what Spectrum am i trying to say yeah. thank you yeah, yeah 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 well one game that will not be at the top of the money making spectrum because there's going to be a free light version of it so maybe the paid version will reach the top is the dragon ball xenoverse 2 for nintendo switch now bandai namco this game is already out but they are making the free light version of it available uh, for a limited time at some point this summer. So we'll have to update you because we'll all be downloading it. Uh, this light version did come out for the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One back in March, and now Nintendo Switch owners will be able to get it. The light version includes five-story episodes, online battles, and online quests, and access to the Hero Coliseum, so you can transfer data between the full version if you need to as well so to me this is awesome because this is a game that i would probably not play at all but now i'm totally into it i kind of felt the same way i watched dragon ball z and right yeah i I played that when i was or watched the cartoon sorry when i was younger so i was never super into the games or anything like that but this is essentially like a not a beta wow i cannot think of words right now (laughs) Kind of like it's a, it's kind like of like a demo. Op- it's like a open demo. Yeah, it's it's a glorified demo. I feel like that's what I was trying to come up with. <laughs> but, but I like that it's called light version and not a demo because to me in my mind, yeah. you know, they obviously added a lot of content because you know demos often when you play them they're like ten minutes and then you're done. But this mm-hmm. seems substantial. Yeah, five stories. I wonder how long they are. Well, I guess we'll find out when it's released. That's right. <laughs> so. Pokemon Go has gotten quite a few updates, uh, mostly quality of life updates, and there's there's a handful of them, so I'll walk you through them. There's a new appraisal system, so it breaks down and ranks your Pokemon into three main stats, attack, defense, and uh, what's STA? Strategy. Sounds good to me. And uh, the nice thing is you can swipe back and forth between Pokemon as they are appraised. So you can easily compare Pokemon and decide which ones you want to put at the top of the list and which ones you're like, "Eh, I can go without that. Uh, You can now check IVs within the app. So I didn't really know what IVs were. I had to look into it because Pokemon for me is just I want to catch as many as I can. I don't care how good they are. I'm non-discriminative with my Pokemon. (laughs) Got to catch them all. <laughs> and exactly. So IVs are essentially, they show you the DNA or the likelihood mm. of their perfection, if, if you will. Uh, so before, players would have to use third-party third apps to check on the percentages. 
Um, so now Pokemon will get stars if its IV percentage is above 50. Uh, so one star is above 50. Two stars is between 66 and 80% of perfect IVs. And then three stars is 82% to 100% of perfect IVs. So you can kind of figure out, you know, what's the likelihood that this is a perfect Pokemon. Mm. They also redesigned the PVP user interface. So the new UI is cleaner, more visible in direct sunlight, and it includes the CP for both combatants. They also shifted the new attack button. Apparently, this was a huge thing. I don't do a lot of uh, fighting with my Pokemon. Like I said, I just catch them. (laughs) So uh, I just thought this was interesting. Apparently, people were accidentally hitting the new attack button when they meant to close out the window. So <laughs> they moved it under the list of Pokemon's moves. Oh, okay. But if you play on a bigger phone like the iPhone XR, the button is now in the area where you press to close the window. Whoops. <laughs> so I guess you give and take. I don't know. <laughs> uh, you can also now filter your Pokemon by IV. So they streamlined the searchability feature. You can look up pokemon by their star rating so all you have to do is simply type in the search bar for asterisk and you'll see all your pokemon that will yield a hundred percent iv that's crazy i don't even know what i have i never know about any of these features like everything that is is like cool and quality i'm like i don't even know any of this existed yeah i was the same way i was like like with the new attack i didn't even know that was an issue but that's because i don't do i don't go and do any of the fighting or anything like that i just go around throwing pokeballs all day yeah catch them all (laughs) uh also yeah exactly so another thing is now landing curveball throws is a lot easier in a large phone i I guess they didn't take into account the screen size yeah and they also this this update also lays the groundwork for team rocket content which is going to start appearing in the game eventually yeah Oh, I just opened up Pokemon Go on my phone and someone, uh, oh, you know what happened to you? Hmm. Okay, so they, they did this update and they accidentally turned on, they keep, I don't even know, why is this on? Like AR mode is like on by default for some reason. I can't turn it off. I don't want it. And really? now the entire background is just white right now. Like whatever they did, they completely bricked my version. I was... I was out walking and they got the update. I opened my phone. I went into a battle and legitimately it would just go into AR mode, which I had off by default before, and it would just freeze the mm-hmm. app. And now oh, no. I just went and I caught one. Like as we and like the AR mode is there, but I don't like I can't turn it off. But in the settings, I have it turned off. I'm like, what is happening? to this game right now? It's so upsetting. That's weird. Yeah. I wonder if anyone else is having the issue. I don't know. It's just some someone changed some setting somewhere and I'm just having all these issues where I literally couldn't play the game because it was impossible to to open open the app. And I went into my settings right now. I went into settings. I have music Mm -hmm. off, sound effects off, vibration on, battery saver. What is a share recently? Oh, share recently caught with friends. Allow battles with friends. AR mode off. Adventure sync on. And then oh, there's a billion push notifications. That's weird. But, you know, I go into a thing and it's immediately it, it just is wacky. So someone messed something up on Android. That's strange. I but, just I just checked on mine and it's fine. So it must just be an Android thing. Android thing. Maybe it's just mine is a large phone. So Pixel 2 XL. So maybe oh. they messed it up. 
But maybe, yeah, maybe trying to make the curve bolters easier for the large phones. It broke something else. Yeah, just completely busted. Well, you know, it's mm. not busted. One of my favorite movies of 2019, Detective Pikachu, has come in second place of highest grossing video game movies ever. It is on pace right now to overtake. We actually thought it did, but there was a typo on Box Office Mojo uh, where they miscalculated the numbers. So it's really, really close right now. Detective Pikachu has brought in worldwide $429 million. Now, I did not realize that this other movie was number one at all in the video game grossing movies. I thought that it would have been one of the Resident Evils or it would have been, I don't know, something mm-hmm. else that wasn't this, which World of Warcraft, the Warcraft movie, which I didn't see. Did you see the Warcraft movie? No, I didn't either. No, I actually I actually heard it was terrible, so I didn't go at all. It somehow brought in four hundred and thirty three million dollars and it did very, very well in China with two hundred twenty million dollars coming from China alone, nearly 50 percent of it. So I will say it's on pace Uh, and I I know that you can still see it in the in the movies. And yeah, if you look at the reviews on Rotten Tomatoes, Pokemon is at sixty seven compared to twenty eight percent for Warcraft. So. (laughs) whatever but poor warcraft it's good this this movie is very very good i highly highly recommend it uh so if you're out there and you're you know there's the dollar five dollar movie theaters go go give it a look so i know it's still in the theater i mean it just came out in may so it's two months out there but there's still definitely theaters playing it and it's a good movie i I like it i like it yeah go see it take a friend yeah have them put put money towards this goal i mean they're considering for for box office numbers they're pretty neck and neck yeah. At the moment. Oh, so yeah. I bet you this week they'll overtake it. No problem. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So talking a little more. Well, this doesn't really get into sales figures, but it hints towards them. So the Crash Team Racing online leaderboards might reveal a little bit of information for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Activision and Benox haven't officially released any sales numbers yet, uh, but... We have a list of the number of players per platform who have played the game online since the Grand Prix event launch on July 3rd. So right at the top of the list is PlayStation 4 with 1,017,723 players. Dang. Xbox One in second with over 240,000 players. So there's a huge gap there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. <laughs> And then Switch in third place with 171,445 players, Hmm. which considering the gap between PlayStation 4 and Xbox One, Xbox One and Switch are pretty tight, I feel. Yeah. So these aren't really a true representation of how many copies have actually been sold, how much money they've made, but it just gives you an idea of how many people are playing this game, which is a lot more than I was expecting. Yeah, that's... I wonder if it was... I wonder if Crash Team Racing was one of the free games that they gave away with either Xbox or with PlayStation Plus because they do those free games, you know, unlike Nintendo. But oh, maybe I'd have to look that up. I mean, this article doesn't say anything about it, but one million people. That's impressive on PlayStation. It feels like there's a bug in that game or something. But uh, just to be (laughs) the four X, you know, the number is, is crazy to me. Now, is are the characters in Crash Team Racing also originally PlayStation exclusive games? Well, Crash was originally a 
PlayStation exclusive uh, okay. game, but now it's everywhere. Crash has just gone everywhere. They, it was the right. it was the battle with Mario back in the day, you know. Okay, because I wonder if maybe that's why PlayStation Four. There's so many players. Like that's the fan base. Oh, maybe. and that's that's my guess. Yeah, and you have Mario Kart already, the number one racing mm-hmm. game ever on the Switch. Yeah, and so that yeah. could make some sense. It'll be cool to see in like a year or two what the Crash Team Racing numbers are, and then compare them to Mario Kart. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Like the, the newer games, so it's at least somewhat fair. Yeah. That'd be interesting too. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll see. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I mean, it'd be nice if NPD does some numbers because I mean that's nearly 1.5 million copies sold, which I think is very impressive for Crash Team Racing. So good for that team over at Activision and Benex. But uh, last week we had a little report about the Nintendo Switch Lite coming out, and we did mention that there was some hardware changes to the Nintendo Switch coming. Now we weren't sure what or what was happening. We knew that maybe there's going to be some new processors. It was going to be the same, you know, type updates here and there. But we got news that these changes to the Nintendo Switch original model have dramatic increase in battery life. In fact, um, very impressive, could be up to 2x the battery life. So it's the same price. It's going to be a new model of Nintendo Switch. You won't know. It'll You'll just buy a Nintendo Switch. Um, but it will have new battery life of 4.5 to 9 hours, depending on the game. So an example here is Breath of the Wild, our favorite game of all time, gets you three hours, <laughs> which I can validate is completely true on the current model. But the new model will net you 5.5 hours of slaying of beasts in Breath of the Wild. And that's super impressive. That's two and a half more hours. That's a lot of cooking <laughs> so much cooking. Yeah, I mean, to, so much cooking. This is great. If you were buying a Nintendo Switch today, don't. This will come out in August, which is just around the corner, and you will see the model on the um, the bottom of it. There, you have to look up the model number. You know, it's out there. It's on the website, but it, it, there's different model numbers that will be there. But all the specs are exactly the same. So there's no difference. They just said that they rearranged. Oh, we just, re- we just went to rearrange some stuff and now we got better battery life. I don't know about that. Uh, I don't know about that. Something changed. <laughs> Something changed. They're not going to tell us. So when this happens, you know, I fix it. We'll totally tear it down and we'll see what happens. I bet you it's very it's a very similar situation to what we discussed last week. They were working on the light, realized there was a more efficient way to lay mm. things out. They could include a bigger battery or something. Yeah. And we're like, oh, why aren't we doing this on the original switch? We could easily do this. Yeah. That makes uh, sense. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> also, with the announcement of a better battery, they announced new Joy-Con colors. So they will be releasing a blue and neon yellow set and a neon purple and neon orange set. Mm-hmm. They're going to be releasing October 14th for $80. <laughs> uh, I just hope that Nintendo can solve their Joy-Con drift issue by then. But <laughs> and I, I. What did you think about the colors? Yeah, these seem cool. I was at Target yeah. today and there were a bunch of different color Joy-Cons there. And you used to be able to buy mm-hmm. them individually. I mean, you could do that. Like when they first came out, you could buy a like a left and a right separately. And I remember really? that, that. Yeah, you could totally have done it back in the day. They oh. sold them separately and they sold the little bumper separately in different colors because they don't come with neon red and neon blue little 
thingy jubers thingers on the side you can buy those separate mm-hmm. and i did that and i have blue ones and uh it gets very complicated to buy them individually though because it's left and right and if you're a parent going to the store they're just going to buy the whole thing but it would be nice to buy them independently i'm sure you can do it on the nintendo online store they have their own little micro store but mm-hmm. is this hard because the left uh is a purple and then the right is the orange i want orange on orange because that super cool orange orange and yellow and i couldn't even buy both of them because those are both the right ones uh, I love yeah. the orange. That's my favorite color out of these. Me too. That was my favorite also because I could just imagine that with the blue. Oh, that looks so good. Yeah, it'd be so good. But yeah, yeah, maybe one day you'll be able to buy them separate again. But I think they stopped it because of that. But I think now someone said there's a hundred combos of Joy-Con controllers that you can buy if you were just to buy them all and mix and match them all together. And that's pretty cool. So if you're going to have a really awesome, fun switch party. Yeah. <laughs> You need every color. <laughs> you got to know who's is who. Uh, well, also, if you do plan on buying a Nintendo Switch Lite this fall, don't worry. Nintendo has teamed up with Hori for a brand new line of accessories so you can give them even more money because you have an extra $100 to spend and that will net you some extra goodies for your Switch Lite. They plan to offer some storage and screen protector accessories along with a whole bunch of other things. This is the worst press release ever, by the way. Um, they're like, we're making things, but they're going to be the official launch partner. I like Corey. They got, they got good products. Uh, September 20th. That's the, 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 the date there's going to be a billion accessories, but the Hori stuff will be official. So go give Nintendo and Hori all of her money. And that's going to bring us to everyone's favorite part. The Fortnite Lulama supply drop update. Bow, bow, bow. Bow, bow, bow. Yeah. So not, <laughs> that was a very sad. <laughs> it was it was really sad to do because it's usually for Michael and he's very grandiose about it. Yes. Uh, well, yeah. I will say Michael on two podcasts ago talked about how there was a new giant robot coming out uh, of one uh, part of the Fortnite map and that there were rumblings of perhaps a sea giant monster somewhere. And uh, the rumors were true that this was what was being built up. The huge robot was being built to combat the um, the the giant monster called Caddis and the giant robot is Dogus. And they were there. And this weekend, there was an epic, ridiculous fight. I wasn't on it, so I didn't get to see it. But there was an awesome YouTube video. And as soon as I saw it, I sent it over to you immediately on our SMS chat. And I was like, this is the most amazing thing ever. What did you think? Oh, it was so cool. It almost made me wish I played the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was cool. It was like, because I don't know anything about the game. I didn't even know they had names. I was like, oh, this is like, wait, it's like a Power Ranger plus the Iron Giant. And that's like Godzilla and they're fighting. And then the Iron Giant just like picks things up off the ground and like powers up with this blue glowy stuff and then pulls a sword out of the ground like Final Fantasy style and and way too big to be holding a sword of that size. And it was awesome. I was really into it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so cool. And now there are there's like a huge uh, bone structure with the huge sword that goes through it that you can climb over. Yeah, this game's so ridiculous. I don't it's, oh, it's so cool. I don't I don't understand. It's bananas. I don't understand it in general, but uh, more. The game will keep changing. I'm not sure if this has anything to do with the end of, you know, season nine, season 10's coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
is there going to be robots going to be giant monsters that are like part of it no one really knows the map has not changed usually there there has been some things i will say this there's been some week 10 challenges where there have been um like 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 different like umbrellas and like shovels that have been dug out of earth they sort of look minecraftish in a way blocky so that's kind of cool but besides that i haven't really seen a lot of changes to the map but i I don't know i this again season nine best season ever i've only played two seasons but uh i don't -hmm. know what they're gonna do but i haven't seen drastic changes usually we see some drastic changes in the map and obviously these these crazy battles were really cool but it, it was awesome I wonder if they'll do another like dimensional portal type of thing, but mm. it'll be a crossover with either Dragon Quest Builders or Minecraft. How cool That'd would that be? Cool. be? I don't cool. even play the game and I want them to do this stuff just because I like yeah. watching it later. I'm like, I'm excited for the universe, just not the game. <laughs> yeah, it'd be so cool. <laughs> yeah. So now I'm going to walk you through this week's top 10 bestsellers. First place to no surprise at all is Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, The Black Order. Coming in second is Super Mario Maker 2. Third is Membrane, which is 99% off. I think it was only like 10 cents or something. Mm -hmm. Uh, Fourth is Minecraft. Fifth, Fire Emblem Three Houses, the pre-purchase. Sixth is Dragon Quest Builders 2. Seventh, Cuphead. Eighth, Naruto Shippuden Ultimate Ninja Storm Trilogy. Ninth is 911 Operator. It was 93% off. (laughs) It should have been (laughs) 91.1% off. Oh, that would have been good. <laughs> Missed opportunity. Yeah. And then 10th is Burnstar. And then a new game that didn't quite make it to the top 10, but is in the top 30 is Astro Bears in 13th yeah. place. Good for Astro Bears. Uh, did you pick up yeah. Membran at all? It was nine cents. I mean, it's right up your alley of only a, Mem- like buying membran? games that are 99% off. You mean you mean Membrane? Mem- I call it Membran. Membrani. Mem- Branye, membranye. Yeah, I think we need to put a tilde over that N. It's membranye. <laughs> well, if it was brain, it'd be B R A I N. I N. A I N. Yeah. Yeah, it's like it's like actually, shop where there's two E's. Shoppy. It's not a shop. Shop. I think like the actual spelling of like the membrane of a cell. I think that's the actual spelling of it. That's why I said membrane. And and in the picture, it's like a head. So yeah, it's like the membrane of yeah. But no, I didn't smart. pick it up. <laughs> Not I'm not either. Life. I just happen to have really interesting facts in my head that don't really connect to anything. <laughs> I'm like, let's see. I'm going to look up. Uh, so I'm going to look up the see if it's on membrane game. I'm going to look up, see if it's worth it. Right, nine cents. It is on Metacritic. It has seven reviews, oh. 71%. Users, oh. 18 ratings, 7.4. Nintendo Life gave it a 90%. Oh, these are what are these websites? So this, what? OK, at least Nintendo Life gave it a, a nine out of 10. So that's pretty good. Everything else like that's super good. duper 99, 10 out of 10. Oh, it's a user oh. review. I see. Um, Nintendo World Report, six out of 10. That's pretty a six out of 10. That's average. It is nine cents. I feel like our yeah. duty is to buy it. But then I also just don't want to. I didn't because that 10 cents I really need to hold on to. I'm saving my pennies to get Marvel Ultimate Alliance. I'm getting it. I just I just got to save those pennies for now. I'm going to get I'm going to wait. I know we all talked about getting it and Mm -hmm. we're not we're going to talk about how we didn't buy it. 
But I just think I'm going <laughs> to wait. I'm going to wait and for a price drop. $40. $40. I'm in. In Sabai. Yeah. I'd probably do the same. Uh, I, I just, I, feel- I have, I have trips coming up at the end of August that I have to save for. So right after that, I'll probably be able to get it, but not, yeah. not before then. Yeah. I, I, I know that it is worth $60, but mm-hmm. in my heart, I, I don't want to do it yet. It's like a general rule of thumb. Like what's your, your point of no purchase, like your, your financial point of no purchase. I don't know. It's 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 a game yeah. by game purchase because uh, you know mm. some Nintendo games, obviously like Zelda, sixty dollars. I'll just, just get, take my money, right? Smash Bros. sixty dollars. Right, right. Like it's never going to go on sale. But I feel mm-hmm. as though even though that game is a Nintendo published game, I think it'll go on sale. Probably. Yep. I guess we'll find out. Yeah, we'll but, see. Well, mm-hmm. there are some new games this week, so let's run them down. July twenty second through the twenty eighth. On July 22nd, Rise, Race the Future is coming out for a great price of $16.49. That is not on sale. That's just the price. Uh, Run the Fan, (laughs) where you yourself can control a bunch of programming logic to turn on a fan, $2.79 on sale. High Noon Revolver on sale for $2.39. Automa Chef, Automa Chef, yes, $14.99. We'll talk about that in a bit. On July 24th, Power Rumi for $15. Battleship, yes, a game of Battleship, more than just buying Battleship in the store, $20, but do not fear, it does have online play. Uh, On July 25th, I am so excited, a whole bunch of good stuff, Fantasy Strike finally dropping down for $30 on Nintendo Switch, Raiden 5 Director's Cut also for $30, Songbird Symphony, 17 Bones, Zombie Drival Immortal Edition, $15, Smoots Summer Games, $10. Gunpowder on the Teeth Arcade, $4.49. Couldn't be $3.99. Couldn't be $4.99. $4.49. Uh, Ball 2, in case you missed out on Ball 1, you can pick up this one for $5. Pit Cross, Lord of the Nazarick, the most epic and intense Pit Cross game ever created. That's what I'm that's my <laughs> subtitle there. $10. Super Mega Baseball 2 Ultimate Edition, World Acclaimed Baseball Game for $30. On July 26th, huge hitter, Fire Emblem, Three Houses, finally dropping down. You can get that for $60, or you get the Seasons of Warfare Physical Edition Deluxe Premium Crazy Ridiculousness, $130. That's crazy. That's too much for Deluxe Edition. Did you see how much it was on Amazon? No. How much was it? $395. That's too much. Sold yeah, they out. don't have they don't have like a prime version. <laughs> That's unacceptable. Yeah. Um, now, a game that is coming out in a few. Well, I'm going to do it last because it's a little bit confusing. Let me run through the other games. Uh, Kill a Ki- Kill a Kill If sixty dollars. Remother Tormented Fathers thirty dollars. Tetsumo Party, where you can control a sumo in a great puzzle game, and sometimes that sumo gets a little naked for five dollars. <laughs> Sheep in Hell, Three Bones, Cedar's Puzzle Reboot, $10, and Titans Pinball, $3. Those are terrible pinball games. Don't buy those. But the other game that I have already purchased from Amazon is Wolfenstein Young Blood. Now, this is a confusing release on the eShop. They messed this all up. This game comes out in two versions, Christina. It comes out in a regular okay. edition for $29.99. Okay. All right. Now, there is an upgrade to the deluxe edition or just add on content that you can get. 
I think the add-on content might even be more, but the deluxe edition that you can get is $39.99. This comes with some additional swag and outfits and whatnot. But the cool part here is that the deluxe edition, even if you buy it physical, there's a physical edition, which is just a download code. So you can only, you can only get this. There is no cartridge. The deluxe edition includes this thing called a buddy pass. And this is really cool about this game because it is a multiplayer inherent game because you're playing as two players through the game and it has online play. Buddy pass allows any friend. I'm not sure if it's locked into one friend or multiple friends to play with you for free in quotes, even though they don't own the game. So they download Wolfenstein young blood edition the free version the buddy pass edition and then you can play with them if you both have nintendo online it's very complicated but i will tell you this right now i picked up the deluxe edition on amazon because it was 32.99 so it was an extra three dollars and now we can play together through this game and you don't have to buy it you don't have to buy it we can just play it online through the entire game which is all one big multiplayer game anyways Oh my gosh! Cool, they need right? To figure out they need to figure out a way to make this buddy pass more streamlined, so they could yeah. do that for like every game. Yeah. So many more people would play games. <laughs> yeah, it's great. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I picked that up so we can play through it, uh, and we can figure out what it'll be nice because next Friday I'll get the game. Next next weekend we can try to play it and see if we can yeah. figure out if it's only one friend or multiple, I'll read through the book. And I do have to get the physical copy, which is just a piece of paper to download the game. But that said, I said, you know, and you can, you can go look right now. If you go on Amazon, type in this. I looked on Best Buy, $40 on the eShop, $40. And yeah, you know, for an extra three bucks, why not get get the, the buddy pass so you can play with a friend? And sure. I think this is a, a cool way of doing it. Because there was another game uh, that Michael and I both got. Um, what was that game? Uh, it was the one where you're like kicking down doors a bunch. Mm. Oh, the one that you guys streamed? Yeah. What is that game called? Let me go over here. Let me go into my game. I have my switch up right now on this thing. Rico. Rico. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that game is a game that could take advantage of this because it is totally a great online multiplayer game. And, you know, you can still play it single player, but if you just want to have a friend with you and you pay an extra five bucks, you know, you know, I'm sure Michael would have just done that or I could have done that, you know, and then we could have played together. Yeah. So I think it's super cool. Uh, I remember they they announced that when it was out. It's just really hard to go into the eShop because there's three entries for it. And even you, when you were writing the notes, it was like, it's free. It's yeah. Like, there's no price. I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, there wasn't any cost or anything. It just said add-on content in the eShop. Yeah. So I thought, oh, this is a, a ex- expansion that they're releasing or something. But yeah. okay. Now that you explained it, I understand yeah. what's going on. But, so now that I got um, my Wolfenstein madness out of the way, any games that you're looking forward to this week? Yeah, I think I had two marked. Uh, Autumn Chef looks super cute and fun. And I like the fact I pretty. Oh, wait, maybe this is another game I'm thinking of. Did this one have multiplayer? Automa Chef? Yeah. That one is it's really cute. It I watched the video for it and it's and the only reason I like even looked even further into it because you checked in is from Team 17. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think it's just single player, but you 
Okay. You know, we love resource management things. I think that's a thing about the three of us on the pod. Yeah. And this is all about, you know, resource management of automatic kitchens that will produce all the food for the world, basically. Kind of like creating your own food factory. Mm-hmm. But with a snarky computer. So kind of yes. like a, with a portal attitude. That's what sold it for me. I was like, yes, I love those kinds of games. Uh, so, yeah, I, this one's going to be on the wish list. And then I also checked Fire Emblem Three Houses. Now, this mm-hmm. isn't a definite for me. I just watched some of the playthroughs on E3 and it looked pretty cool. So it's not a I'm going to get it when it's released. I'm not as stoked for Fire Emblem Three Houses as I am for Marvel uh, Ultimate Alliance. But it's still I'm still interested. Now, you have three checks next to it. <laughs> I do. That's that's the uh, I'm going to definitely buy this. The problem yeah. is, is that it is $60. So I. I have yeah. so many games that I actually probably won't buy it right away. That being said, I do know that Fire Emblem games will go on sale eventually. It's not the biggest franchise like Fire Emblem's Warriors. You could at mm-hmm. one point pick up for 20 bucks. I think that these are good titles when Nintendo does those random 30% off deals that you can get any of their games for 30% off. It happens like once or twice a year. And that's okay. probably when I'll get it. Uh, I just have so much other things to play. And like this week uh, for, you know, for 30 bucks, I'd rather pick up Wolfenstein to play multiplayer than Fire Emblem, which I know will be a game that is going to take me five years to basically beat. I th- and I think, too, for for me, I feel the same way. There's so many other games and games that I've barely played on my Switch as it is that I've bought. Um, but Marvel Ultimate Alliance just came out. Yeah. And it's a, it's a, it's the same price, right? Yeah, same price. Yeah, Too many yeah. games. Too many games. So, well, I'm just surprised that Nintendo decided that, oh, we have so many big games coming out. We're going to have this one come out a week after a- yeah. another big title. I just feel like that was a bad choice. But Yeah, they could have just, you know, given it a few more weeks and then boom. Yeah, like two more then, weeks. Yeah. 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 Um, well, there are a few other games on my list that I put. I did put Automa Chef on here. I put that on my wish list already. I put mm-hmm. Fantasy Strike. Uh, this is a um, um, a fighting game uh, from David Serlin. Uh, and uh, if you don't know who David Serlin is, uh, he worked on the original Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo uh, edition, which is one of my favorite Super uh, Street Fighter games of all time. It's a reimagined fighter. I had a friend that worked on this game specifically. Uh, it's very like, you know, technical it's very fighting games you can go onto their website and it's all about the hitboxes and this and if you're really into that world of deep technical fighting games it's there but it's really cool characters i really like the the world that's being created there uh so definitely check that out that's 30 bucks probably going to be worth it. it has online multiplayer and they even talk about on their website the online networking and the zero lag and everything that they've been working on to scrutinize because fighting games are so important to be you know, so accurate, uh, which is cool. I feel like in this day and age too, with the current situation, a lot with a lot of games, that's like a mm. diamond and a rough for them to focus on that stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so I think that's important. And then a few other games are some bullet hell games. Uh, so power power roomy uh, is, is a cool looking game because it reminds me of Ikaruga as far as a shmup. Uh, shoot them up. They call it rock, paper, scissors with lasers, which is kind of weird because it's just a shmup game. But there's different there's different ships that are different colors. And the unique spin 
is similar to Ikariga, where you can power up your shields with the different colors that you interact with, but you can also mix and match parts of the colors of the different ships to take down enemies in a different way. Uh, this game uh, looks pretty cool just in general. It's a single player game. Where on the flip side, another shmup is Raiden 5 Director's Cut. And Raiden's been around for a very long time. And this is the 25th anniversary of Raiden. And uh, this is all HD updates, really crazy story modes, boss mission modes, galleries. Uh, what I like about this is that there is also online play with it from what I've seen inside of it. Um, and if you can do two player online, I think that's really cool. Um, and it's a little bit expensive at the $30. I feel like it should be a $20 type of game, but it does look very, very nice. So if you're into shmups and multiplayer shmups at the same time, uh, that does look very good. So that was the other one. Are you into shmups at all? Not really. I don't, I don't no. think they're my cup of tea. They look, these games in particular look very technical also yeah there's just yeah. lots of bullets everywhere <laughs> there's a lot of things going on <laughs> there's a lot of things happening well in another game a final game that i have on here is a game that doesn't have a lot of reviews on steam but it's about the same price i think it's four dollars instead of 4.49 paying 50 cents on the switch tax but i'm okay with that i'm sure this will go on sale immediately but it is the gunpowder on the teeth arcade which i don't know why they put arcade in the name but it, for all intents and purposes, purposes is a side-scrolling, uh, looks like a metal slug type of game, but it's done in a really cool monochromatic pixel graphic, which we all love pixel graphics. But it's very small. I think it's under 100 megs and has really like cool personality and look and feel to it. I, I don't know. like The game looks cool, and I like side-scrollers. Like the, the characters like, have like, tiny itty-bitty legs, just like really <laughs> cute little characters. Um, it's, you know, military style soldiers. Like it reminds me of metal slug in general, but, um, there's different soldiers with different weapons. You can kind of mix and match that up and there's 15 different missions. So, you know, I think it's going to be a $4 game that lasts you a few hours and that's it, but that's the type of games I like. So that was my other pick that I'll probably pick up and try to, to jam through, I think. So it looks cool. I have a feeling because it looks so simple, it's probably super difficult. Yeah, like it, it, it just it just looks like it's going to be one of those kind of puzzly, but like uh, like Super Meat Boy style levels where it just think like crazy things happen. <laughs> yeah, it looks. Yeah. yeah, probably difficult. Well, that's going to do it for the new games. But that brings us to everyone's favorite part of this entire podcast. What you've been playing, Christina. So, like I mentioned, I've been playing a little bit of Mo Dr. Mario, you know, mm -hmm. making my way through them levels. And I decided because I bought this game and it was just sitting there on my switch waiting <laughs> for things to work themselves out. <laughs> uh, yeah, I started playing my time in Porsche again. And how, I think that go? probably good. I have played probably about six or eight hours this past week. Mm. And it's OK. There's definitely issues still. And there are times where I just I have to set it down, go do something and come back because it's just taking too long to load something or there's mm. like weird points where I'm in the middle of doing something and then the screen goes black because there's this random story event happening and mm. it makes me think that the game crashed. It, it's it's really weird, quirky things like that that happens. But besides that, I'm enjoying it. 
Okay. Which is good since I spent $60 on it. And because of that, I can't buy Marvel Avengers, but not bitter. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> a little bit. You've been busy. A, a little bit. Oh, maybe. <laughs> okay. Like my, my tea bag was steeping for maybe one extra minute than it should have been. That, that, <laughs> that amount of bitter. <laughs> well, I was playing a lot of games and I did notice that you were online playing my time at Porsche. So I, <laughs> you know, was excited to get some feedback. And I will say there was another game. It's very, sad because you and I and, and Michael both not I didn't buy my time at Porsche but I did buy Bloodstained Ritual of the Night I mean I was a Kickstarter oh, backer yeah. mm-hmm. and that's another game which I have decided not to go back to until the update came out which was supposed to be last week but now apparently has just gotten approved and should be out this week and apparently that's more than just bug fixes a bunch of other things that are thrown in there so we'll see how it plays um, in general. So I haven't gone back into it yet. But yes, I've been busy. I told you after last week's podcast, I was going to jump on Tetris 99, get my (laughs) Splatfest um, um, background. And I did it. It took me an hour. I said it would take an hour. It took an hour. Done. I placed, I think I got second place on one, a few top tens. And (laughs) there was one I got like 97th place. It was just like dead. (laughs) I don't know what happened, but, you know, that happens in Tetris 99. So that was fun. And they should do more of these events because that is when I play them is whenever there's an Mm -hmm. event. And it makes me feel like I have to uh, play them. So that was fun. Uh, I think I was the only of the three that went and played. You didn't play it, right? No, I don't. I'm not really into Tetris. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'll let you carry that. (laughs) Okay. All right. Well, I will continue my Tetris 99 ridiculousness. I, of course, played Fortnite all this week. I missed out on the giant fight, but I will say I have officially completed every challenge for all 10 weeks. Last night I was up till 2 a.m. and crushed it all by myself, uh, and that was a lot of fun, but I still haven't reached the max of the battle pass, so I don't know how to reach the max of the battle pass in general. I guess maybe I have to ask Michael, because yeah, I don't want to just... Know. Yeah, I just don't want to play. Like I like to play and I like to do the challenges, but now the challenges are done. So I'm like, all right, now what do I do? Now you go back and try to play Bloodstained. <laughs> I guess, I guess. Uh, but one big surprise is that I played more than just the free games that come on my Nintendo Switch because my friend Luke was in town helping with some wedding stuff. And he is a huge Nintendo Switch fan. And we busted out some couch co-op together and we played a bunch of games because he only owns a few games and he was like, I'm really in the mood just to try out a few games and, you know, see what you have and do this. Uh, And we played through a few and uh, I'll go through them. So first was Blazing Beaks. We talked about this before, the crazy twin six shooter that's very difficult. Um, And I streamed that one and it is multiplayer couch co-op up to four people. But the hard part about this game is that it's very difficult to begin with. And when you play with another person, if they die, you have to then cash in some of your health at certain points to bring them back. And then they only get one heart out of like four or five hearts of their maximum thing. So it's really easy for them to die again. And that's a problem. Yeah, that's a tricky mechanic. It is. And then I can just imagine there was a lot of bickering with that. <laughs> it was uh, it wasn't a lot of super duper fun. Let, it was fun, but oh, yeah, it was complicated. I'm going by fun <laughs> order here, but fun order. OK, uh, OK. 
We then picked up and played, we already owned it, but Timberman Verse, because Verse is in the name, and I was always playing against myself, and this is a game where you play a little timber, lumber timber dude or gal, and you chop down trees and try to avoid branches. This game was always on sale. Did you ever pick up this game or no? No. It looked too hard for me, to be honest. <laughs> it's, it's very, you just go, it's either left or right, and you mm-hmm. move your little timber person back and forth. And this game multiplayer is a blast and a hoot. It's ridiculous. Okay. We played for like an hour because it's all about co-op and you're always just dying and there's different modes where you try to get the most timber. Like who can ever do a thousand timber or if it's like first, you know, just go to a certain amount of time. And if you get hit by, a, you know, a, a tree branch, then you die. Uh, and that was that was quite, quite enjoyable. Uh, that was one where you just go like, oh, lots of like, oh, like, oh, you know, back and forth. So that was yeah. quite fun. Um, And we did try to play multiplayer online. Nobody's playing it online. So. Oh, well. It, yeah. Sad. It makes sense. <laughs> you, you just play a new game. You just sit there and spin. Yeah. Uh, we also booted up new Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe, uh, which is the side scrolling new Super Mario Bros. game. You know, I don't like it as much on the the main console the, compared to me playing it on my portable 3ds i really enjoyed new super mario bros and new super mario Bros. 2 uh on my my 3ds and this game i just it's a little floaty and uh mm-hmm. multiplayer is eh, not that much fun what do you mean by floaty your characters are just a little floaty they don't they you know i feel as if when you go back and you play the original Mario Bros or even Super mm-hmm. Mario Bros. 3, one of my favorite, or the SNES one, Super Mario Bros. World, Super Mario World, yeah. they're very tight controls. But I feel in the series, when you jump or when you move, you're a little slidey and a little floaty in the air. And, I, and it's it's hard to land things. And I don't I don't love it. Oh, was this the uh, the game available through Switch Online? No, this is the remake of the Wii U Super Mario Brothers U. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. So it's a $60 game. I bought this game for $60. And Mm. uh, it's big overall. It's very, it's relatively pretty, but uh, I don't know. I I don't know. I don't, I I just, I I like, I love side-scrolling Mario games. They're like my favorite genre. But this one just feels off. Just not 100%. (laughs) It feels off. I don't know. And then the mm-hmm. multiplayer even felt tri- I don't know. felt I, I don't know. I just didn't do it for him. But the game that did do yeah, it for me yeah. that we play the most of that was you, Michael, you know, is so against it for some odd reason. And I'll tell you, this game is amazing and it deserves <laughs> being like the best selling switch game of all time. Super Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. We played so much of it. This game is so much fun, Christina. It's so much fun. Online, offline, single player, <laughs> multiplayer, battle mode. It's a per- it's a per- it's a perfect game. Everything about it is perfect. You don't you don't have to convince me. I I want it. I want it so bad, and I'm sure it's awesome because it's Mario Kart. But I I didn't know that Michael was against it. Does he, he say hates why? It. He ha- he just <laughs> hates he hates fun things. <laughs> Well, I don't know, because I was thinking, oh, if I got the Mario Kart game, that'd be a fun game to play with Michael. But wow, I guess. OK, 
It, <laughs> if we if we all hopped on a Mario Kart and played, it'd be a blast. And uh, even uh, Luke was telling me that up up where they live, like the whole family, they all have switches and they all play against each other. And they'll be like, you know, six people or whatever, all going. And it's just uh-huh. a blast. And, you know, we played online and there were people, of course, people playing online. You could we did worldwide matches, your know, regional matches. Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah, it's great. I didn't know that it was like it had an online mode. Yeah. It's all, and People it, just and say it's, Mario Kart and I'm sold. So. Yeah, so good. And then the yeah. other cool thing that Luke showed me that I didn't really notice is they have this after every single race, because uh, you're four four races in a series, but after every single race mm-hmm. and for the entire series, there's uh, like a recap showcase of your race. And it's really fun because you can customize. They'll do a clip of like 30 seconds and they do close-ups where the camera's moving around. You get to see like where they hit people or you ran into people where you finished line. <laughs> and you get to see the emotions of the characters. And there's this one part where him and I are like photo finish and our characters are staring each other down, looking at each other. And <laughs> you can rewind, slow down time. And you can even say like, highlight this person or this person and only show me action. And I was like, wow, that's really cool that that's just built that's in right neat. there. Yeah, that's perfect, too, because, you know, there's times where you like launch a shell at someone and, you know, you hit them and then you can go back and see it later and be like, oh, yeah, that's when I totally schooled you. <laughs> yeah, it's so yeah. much. fun. Oh, that's so. awesome. Oh, yeah. I want that game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, next time it's, you know, 33 percent off. I know that that was the last time it was there and I was was teasing with you. So, yeah, I, I almost I was so close to getting it. But then in my mind, I was like, oh, but there's so many games that are going to be coming out that I need to save up for. It's always there's always a game I'm saving up for. Yeah, it, it's tough. <laughs> yeah, it's, it is tricky. There's so many good games. There's so many good games yeah. on the Switch, but I had a big week. So um, I like fun things. Yeah, unlike Michael. So I was playing them all. <laughs> well, I have to convert them to Mario Kart. I'm sure it'll be easy. I just have to buy it. <laughs> yeah, it's super good. Yeah, I wish I had a buddy pass. That'd be so much fun. So uh, maybe someday. <laughs> yeah. No, it just prints money. Mario Kart just prints money. So we'll yeah, see. yeah. <laughs> ah, well, I think it's gonna do it. That was a long, awesome. What you've been playing? So I like it. Yeah, I'm proud yeah. of you. <laughs> I'm proud of us. Did it yet again. Michael will probably be back next week. We'll see uh, how his trip is. I think he was driving home today. But uh, yeah, it's going to do it for this week's podcast. Uh, um, Christina, thank you so much for spending time with me. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, you're the one you put all the show notes together. So I literally just show up and ramble. But uh, good, good week. You can, of course, write to us at nintendodispatch.com. Uh, there's a little contact button over there. You can find us on the Twitter at Dispatch Podcast. Or, of course, tell all of your friends to subscribe in your favorite podcast applications. Go onto their device, hit subscribe when you search Nintendo Dispatch. And they'll, they'll thank you for it. They'll love it and, and uh, be best friends. Uh, that's going to do it for this week's podcast. So until next week, this has been your Nintendo Dispatch. <laughs>